Hi, welcome to another edition of Bringing Hope to Alzheimer's. I'm Ann Frazier, and I'm sitting here today with Nikki Staub, and she is the own, one of the owners of Rings of Care. Yeah. And so I want you to tell us what is Rings of Care? So Rings of Care is a pretty simple concept, but it is um, really helpful as well for caregivers especially. So what we do is we bring together your own friends, family, coworkers, religious community, neighbors, anyone who is wanting to come in and help. Uh, we organize that for the caregivers. The caregivers already have a lot on their plate. They have a lot going on. And so it's, it's a lot to ask them to also organize. When somebody says, hey, what can I do to help you? They kind of shut down. They don't really know what to do. They don't know what to say. They don't know what you're, you feel comfortable doing. So we go ahead and organize that. We find volunteers um, in their own brings of care and, and kind of bring that, bring that together for them. Okay, so let's just walk through this. So let's say back in um, when I was taking care of my parents. Mm -hmm. So I'm the primary caregiver for both of my parents who have um, Alzheimer's dementia. Mm -hmm. And so I am doing everything. Yes. And I am drowning. Yes. As I was. So I give a call to rings of care. Yes. Talk me through what happens from there. We uh, will go ahead and talk about who is in your, your circle of care, your ring of care, um, who is already wanting to help you, who has reached out, um, and we find out kind of what their information is. And, and So friends and family. Coworkers. Coworkers. Neighbors, okay. any religious community, any, okay. anybody. Um, even, even, you know, one of the great things about with what we do, um, we love for our volunteers um, from the smallest, you know, we can have children to people out of state. That is, that's one of the things that we do that's different from other people is that wow. we bring in anybody who wants to help and really allow them to volunteer in ways that they feel comfortable. So, so I make a list. Yep. Of what your needs are. Of what my needs are. And I make a list small. of these people. Mm-hmm. I give that to you. Yes. Okay. And then what we have a platform on our website. So what we do is we have you have your own portal um, with your own calendar. And you go ahead and tell us what your needs are and I can put them in the calendar if that is, you know, not where you are, or you can go ahead and put them in the calendar yourself. Either way. And then we give um, an email out to your volunteers, your people, your ring of care. And they can get on the portal and they can take a look and see what's on the calendar and they can decide what they feel comfortable doing and when they feel comfortable doing it. So if you have um, a doctor's appointment maybe that you are not able to attend that you would like somebody else to be there, then if somebody feels comfortable doing that, they can click on that and say, oh, I've got that taken care of. You don't have to worry about it. Or if that's not something that they feel comfortable doing, then they don't have to click on it. If they feel more comfortable maybe bringing in uh, food or coming in and doing laundry or helping, you know, maybe if they're out of state and they have some plumbing experience and you have in the middle of what you're doing taking care of your loved ones and a sink goes out and you're not getting what you need or something happens to a toilet and you're like ah, I can't handle this right now then you know that person from out of state might be like oh I can take care of that I can call a plumber I can get them in and get that taken care of for you so you don't have to worry about it wow that would have been <clears throat> huge uh -huh. when I was caring for my parents because my siblings lived in other states and they yep. tried to do what they could right. but they both worked and they mm -hmm. had kids of their own so i love the fact that it could be just someone who can pick out like if i need the dog walk yes. or i need my my yard mode or somebody who's like that's something i totally can do yeah. that they can pick what needs to be done and what we have found when you have volunteers who 
are doing what they feel comfortable doing, that they want to keep helping and they want to keep volunteering and they want to keep doing that long term. So it's not just a short term thing. I always tell people I do not like to make phone calls. So if somebody said, hey, could you make some phone calls for me? I would do it once, but I would be probably less likely to ask again. But if you give me these other options of what I can do to help you, then I'm gonna be more likely to keep helping and keep volunteering and keep wanting to be a part of that. And so we really, um, that's one of the beauties of what we do is that we have this opportunity for people to get in long-term and really do what they want so that they can be a part of it for, for you know, weeks, months, or years. Right. One of the things that was most difficult for me as a caregiver for my parents was I just, because I was with them 24 hours a day, mm -hmm. and sometimes I just wanted to go to the grocery store by myself. Right. Or go to Target or a boutique and just walk around completely and utterly mm -hmm. by myself. Hobby Lobby was a place. Yes. I could just wander around for an hour, lose myself in there, and just clear my head. So you can actually have people who can come in and just sit with them and mm -hmm. visit with them. Yeah, and that's another part of what we're trying to do is, is getting resources together and understanding what resources are out there for caregivers. So, you know, our caregivers are caregiving. We have um, people caregiving for children. We have people caregiving for the elderly. We have, you know, an all different um, caregivers. So, so we try to have resources for them or what is available. If they need somebody for um, home health to come in or if they maybe they just need a sibling or, you know, a friend to come in and sit with their family for an hour while you get lost in Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. So this is for you guys. Rings of Care, you guys are serving not only people who have um, someone with dementia Alzheimer's, but someone who may be ill with, with um, cancer or any illness. Absolutely. Um, or, or children, or they're going through a rough patch in their family for some reason or another. It can be anything that's happening, right? And absolutely. And we've, it's been surprising. You know, we've had these ideas of what we, the people that we thought we would be able to help. And of course, people have their own ideas. So we had somebody come in who um, was trying to leave a domestic um, abuse situation and her family, she wanted her family to kind of know what they could do to help her. Um, and so we were able to come in and work with them and work with the family on what her needs are for that specific case and get that taken care of so that they could come in and help her how she needed help instead of just saying, oh, I, I don't know what to do, so I just won't do anything or I'll put it back on to the caregiver. Um, so, you know, we have people with, uh, you know, adults, children who have developmental disabilities that are needing, you know, that extra bit of help, maybe getting them to work or, you know, helping to sit with them. And so there's, even if somebody was able to just, if somebody just had an accident and, you know, you know, broke their foot and needed a week or two, they could get on, we could go ahead and schedule what their needs were for that. And then we could get that taken care of. And what we find too, is a lot of our volunteers want to continue helping when they're able to help the way that they want to help, they want to keep doing that. And so they're like, okay, where's another family? Who else can I help? Who else can I be a part of? And a lot of the things with, with what we're volunteering these days, we're, we're helping but we're not seeing the fruits of our labor immediately. Sometimes it's, you know, for an Alzheimer's walk or something similar to that. But when you see, you know, I, I can go pick up prescriptions for, for this person I don't even know because I live, you know, right down the street. That's no problem. And we're able to, to put that, we're working on putting that on our platform as well, that even if you could just say, I would like to help somebody in my radius, in my, in my village, to really bring that to them, so. I, when we met, a couple months ago, I love this concept because 
it really, really comes back to people helping people. It is. And, and we can't do it all on our own. And uh, what a great company to be able to come in and, and do that. And, and again, the people that your, your tribe or the, your people, um, they're not getting paid. They're just no. doing this on a volunteer. And so you guys as a company, you're orchestrating it, helping take care of all the things. So, because when you're kind of in crisis mode, it's hard to ask. It is. And people will say, you know, especially if you're just like, ah, there's so much to do. And people say, what can I do to help? Lots of times it's cliche. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, let me know if there's anything I can do. Yep. You feel in your heart, I don't think they really mean it. And they probably and do they really do. mean it. They do. But, but you're like, oh, they don't really mean that. You know, when yeah. we, we well, there's times we'll have somebody say, I think I might have five people. And then we've got 60 people coming out of the woodwork who are ready to help and be a part of it. And it's absolutely amazing to see this village just grow. These rings of care grow. And it's really based on, um, have you ever heard of the ring theory? No. Okay. So this is, it's absolutely beautiful. So when you have the tree rings and a stump, and that person in the middle is the person that's being taken care of. But that first ring is their caregiver. And their caregiver is doing everything they can to help that person in the middle. But there's all these other rings around you that are willing to help and want to help. And when we allow them to do that in a way that they feel comfortable, then they can help each other to help you so that when you so that you have these things taken care of, so that you can focus on not only the person in the middle, but yourself as well. Because that's one of the things that we see is that caregivers, um, sometimes they die before the person they're caring for. They're getting sick. I, I'm actually an end of life doula. And I see so often where people are almost unable to go to the funeral because they have done so much and they're not sleeping, they're not eating, they're not taking care of themselves. So that when the time comes and that person finally passes, um, they, are sick themselves and, and can't make it to the funeral or mm -hmm. not doing well themselves. Right. So we right. really need to support our caregivers and help them so that they can help themselves as well. When I watched, uh, took care of my parents for three years, I always say I felt like I aged about 10 years. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> caring for a loved one, because I always want to bring it back to Alzheimer's and dementia. Mm -hmm. Caring for a loved one with Alzheimer's and dementia is extremely taxing on people caring for anyone yeah but you know there's things you don't think about if you haven't done it before right absolutely and uh the person asking the same question 450 times a day and all the things that are happening at the same time and i think that you don't know what you need and so having someone to help kind of orchestrate that mm -hmm. would have been super helpful because you're so in the weeds you don't really even know what you need. Right. Especially with, you know, for, for Alzheimer's dementia specifically is what I can speak to. But how many, out of, out of all the people that you are helping, what percentage would you say is people that have some form of dementia? Right now, we are still a very new nonprofit. Mm -hmm. So I would say that we um, are one of our main clients right now um, does is has dementia. And one of the things that also that we have found that we are able to do, so this client does not have a caregiver. So they are on their own. So we are bringing resources together to, to build that ring of care without even a caregiver. Um, and that's scary. I can't imagine um, going through that 
but going through that by yourself is a very, very scary concept. And um, to not understand what you're going through, mm -hmm. exactly. So yeah, we are trying to bring resources together to get that taken care of. And one of the things that we're able to do, because they do not have family, uh, they don't have a caregiver, so we are able to bring in their, their church. Uh, their church is willing to help and wanting to help. Um, they just don't know how, they don't know what resources there are. And so by us coming in and organizing and talking to them and, and explaining exactly what we can do and what is needed, we were able to get them on board and really bring that, that extra net so that, so that this, this client is not slipping through as, as they were before. Wow, yeah, I can't imagine someone going through dementia and not having anyone there. That's, that's yeah. a recipe for something that could be really, Absolutely. really catastrophic. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, okay. So you're a nonprofit, so if people want to give to your nonprofit, mm -hmm. they can do that. Absolutely. How would they want to, how can they do that? Um, they can just go to our website, which is right now ringsofcarekc.com. Um, we are changing that because we are building our platform so that very soon at the, at the beginning of the year will be rings, just ringsofcare.org. Um, and they can go through there as well. But even if you go to the other website, you'll be able to. to It'll push you to that one yeah. after it changes. Mm -hmm. So tell us what the one is that's live now. Uh, ringsofcarekc.com. Okay, yep. wonderful. What have we not covered that you wanted to talk about today? Um, really, I think it's just the importance of having that extra net. Um, so one of the things that brought me to doing this work, besides being an end-of-life doula and working with caregivers, is that I am a caregiver myself for my grandmother, who's 91. And I was in Indianapolis for 10 years, and about two years ago, she had broken her ribs, and I came to just sit with her, you know, be with her, help out for the next couple weeks while she healed. And I've got my sisters who live here, I've got my uncle who was living here at the time, and everybody was, you know, checking in and helping out and doing all kinds of things. But when I got here and actually lived with her for that couple of weeks, I realized she wasn't eating. She was just eating baked potatoes, which, you know, so she was getting something, but she was not getting what she needed. And her medicine, she was not getting the medication correctly. So being able to to get in there and see that and organize that and it was it, it was a um, an aha moment for me I think and for my family um, that even though we were there and a part of it that that there was still needing that net that support that communication from all of us to really be a part of that that support that network that rings of care for, for help for her and you know being able to do that it's been you know so much easier she's not slipping through the cracks she's getting everything that she needs we were able to get her in a better situation where she's eating and her meds are you know i'll be and, and if anything does start to happen we're, we see it and we talk about it now and really the biggest disconnect this is this is the other thing that i just want to stress um, there's such a disconnect between us having this help and the resources that are out there and caregivers allowing for people to come in and help. So our society has really put it on our caregivers that they need to do this alone. And I will say that there's $80 billion worth of care that is going unpaid for our informal caregivers. So it's, of course, we let them do it on their own if they're going to you know, save us, our society, that much money. Um, so, so being able to, to, to help them to say, reach out, I do need some help, I could use some extra support, whether how small or big that is, is up to them. I understand not wanting to, somebody to come in and take over, and nobody's wanting that. But being able to allow some of these things to go off of your plate so that you can focus on the big things and focus on yourself is very important. So that's that, that disconnect. If you see somebody who is a caregiver, there's a good chance that there's too much going on for them. And it's okay to come in and say, hey, 
I think that I have something that can help you, not taking over, you know, not, not coming in and changing everything, but just somebody that can maybe come in and take a little bit off of your plate. Can we, and have this conversation. So, so you almost kind of help problem solve because again, as a caregiver, sometimes you don't even know what you need. Yeah. So for you to say, could you use some help with this or this? Mm -hmm. And you can kind of, because again, you're, like I said, you're so in the weeds, you don't even know right. what, what you need or, or what people could do and i mean what people could do yeah yeah exactly so when we're able to sit with them and, and let's go through a day in the life of you let's go through a week in the life of you um, and really see what do you feel comfortable what are you doing maybe it's dishes and laundry you know two or three times a week where somebody can come in and take care of that for you while you're doing something else and that's just that even in that little bit amount that takes so much of that anxiety off of you um, and you know it's just it's it's so little for somebody else who might not be going through what you're going through, but it can be so much for the caregiver. There's a lot of seniors that don't have the money in order to pay for, um, and there's wonderful companies that do provide caregiving, mm -hmm. absolutely. But it is, it, it, it is good, there's really great companies and good care, but it's really, it can be really pricey. It can. And, and I, that's why I think this is such a great company such a great opportunity for people to be able to get involved yeah. and do something that really makes a difference in people's lives. Absolutely, and and that is true. And, and one of the things I thought that uh, home health care companies might be kind of think of us as competition, but when we've reached out to home health care companies, they are like, oh my goodness, yes, we have clients that cannot afford us. We have clients that cannot um, that we cannot help. They're just there's too much. There's too many needs, and so we've really been able to make those connections with some home health care companies as well because. Yes, they um, are getting paid for doing that care, but they're, they're, they, they see that there are people that cannot use them and that there are people that are sliding through the cracks. Wow. So. Wow. Well, hopefully we can get the word out to yes. Kansas City. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of people out there that are dealing with, um, they're a caregiver to someone with Alzheimer's dementia um, or something else, and they're going to now know that that there's something they can do that's really going to be helpful for them. And that's why one of the reasons we do this podcast is to bring resources to people. Right. And uh, so here in the Kansas City area, this is fantastic. Thanks for what you're doing. You're welcome. And actually, um, uh, starting January 1st, our platform is going to be able to go nationwide. Um, and we are actually working. We even have a woman who uh, was talking to us about having to go to Germany every month to go and help with her mother. And so we're going to be working with her as well to see how we can help her in another country. So, so. you guys can help people all, all over. over. Yeah. Well, because we have a lot of listeners that are all over. Yep. So this is great news. So they just need to reach out to you at your Absolutely. website. Wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. It's such a pleasure to have oh, you. Well, thank you for Thanks. having us. We're, I'm absolutely happy to, to be here. And, and one more thing, I just wanted to say, yes. I feel, um, you know, this is one of the things that I, I just have seen and really feel is that, you know, we, I think as a society of really, before COVID, we're kind of isolating ourselves. Um, and then we were really forced to isolate during COVID. And, and what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing from people is that they're wanting to bring that village back to really bring that, that help and, and be a part and open up and, and volunteer. So, you know, allow people to do that. Allow people to come in and help you and, you know, Put it on us. We'll be the organizers. We'll be the ones that'll help take care of that and get everybody situated. Um, but but it's okay to need that help and it's okay to ask for that help. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's fantastic. I, I think what you're doing is wonderful. 
thank you for starting this because you saw a need yeah. and um, kind of like we did, you see a need and you're like, I want to fill that need. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I couldn't agree with you more about uh, people. We're, we're, you know, the way God built us is to be around other people yeah. and to help other people. So I, I just, I love this. So um, we want to help get the word out. Mm-hmm. So if there's anything else we can do to help you, um, thank you for being here. We would Absolutely. love to do it. And we'll be in touch, I'm sure. Yeah. So, thank you so right. much. Thanks. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we will talk to you next time.